chief investment strategist, senior portfolio manager, Slate Stone Wealth. Bob, it's always great to have you on. We were just talking with um, somebody else right there in the thick of the market, feeling a little bit of a back and forth for this year, but saying he was more bullish for 2021. How are you feeling? You know, I think the, the year actually ends up being pretty good for the U.S. capital markets. I think we're probably going to end the year around 3550. So I do see some more upside potential. I think what we're facing is a lot of near-term concerns. You know, the election is obviously, you know, forefront of people's minds, China trade, um, valuations, COVID, especially today. Um, but I think, you know, first and foremost is stimulus. And I think, you know, the market wants to see more stimulus. And I think one of the reasons why you saw the market turn around at about 12.05 today is because Pelosi came out and told the airlines to hold off on, on furloughs. So it's a pretty good indication that she seems to be believing that more stimulus is coming and the market wants to hear that. You know, the market doesn't really um, care about, you know, where free money is coming from. I do. But. I think you have to put money into the pockets of people that are suffering right now. And of course, there's there's millions of people that are still suffering in this country. So I think when you take a look at what's been going on with the market, you know, you started to see a little bit of rotation going into, quote, value. Um, and value is sort of subjective. I mean, just because a stock is cheap doesn't mean it represents real value. Um, you can go out and buy, you know, a cheap suit for $75 and it doesn't have any value to it. Um, so I think you have to be a little bit careful on what you're buying. But I do think that there's going to be more rotation because I think we're going to get a, a COVID treatment or vaccine in the next six to 12 months. And I think you have to be starting to think about positioning your portfolio for that. Right. So you said that you don't want to abandon um, growth totally um, and that you should have both in the portfolio um, because the growth and aims don't compare to value because what you see in growth can sometimes be exponential. Um, that being said, some of the names on your list um, which are not necessarily growth would include Lululemon and a cohort and United Health. Um, tell me about some of these names that you're watching so closely. So uh, some of the recent activity included the, the purchases of Copart. So what it is, is it's an auto auction site and, of course, in person. And what they do is they, they take total cars from insurance companies. The insurance company buys your total car from you, pays you off, and then they don't want to sit with it. I mean, what, what's Travelers or, you know, one of these big insurance companies going to do with a wrecked car? So they sell it to people who either use the parts or fix it up. And these sites are all over the country. And with the demand for used cars, Copart is pretty interesting. It has earnings growth expectations of around 14 percent, revenue growth of around 9, 10 percent. I have a tar price target of one hundred and twenty dollars on it. That's a that's about a 12 percent increase from the current levels. United Health. Um, is obviously a, a premier insurance company. I bought this because people were starting to worry about what was going on um, with the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the possibility of um, Obamacare actually going away. I don't think it goes away. In fact, um, I think it stays with us. But even if it does, uh, I think the economy does actually improve and more people are going to be employed later on. And, you know, they're going to be needing insurance, healthcare insurance. And so United Health has 10 percent uh, earnings growth, uh, revenue growth of around six to eight percent. 
trades at around 17 and a half times. So you could call that value with a market trading at 25 and a half times. Um, I have a price target of 370 on it, which represents about a 17% upside. Now, Lulu, Lulu, everybody knows for the athletic wear, but it's more than just that. It's it's a lifestyle brand. Nike's a lifestyle brand. Um, and people are going to continue to buy Lulu products no matter how expensive they are. You know, people are dedicated to that that line. So you're going to see revenue growth around 6%. It's got a two and a half times peg. You know, the, the five-year high is about three and a half times. I got a 406 price target um, with everything going right. That's about 23% upside potential from here. So I want to be in that kind of growth name that people are dedicated to. And then a, a name that is sort of outside of all that is Kansas City Southern, the railroad company. So all this pressure on manufacturing in China, it's going to come back to North America uh, sooner or later. Not all of the manufacturing, but a good portion of it or some part of manufacturing is going to come back into North America. And with yeah. the USMCA, you got you got Kansas City Southern right there to be able to move some of that manufactured goods back into the United States. So you got 3% earnings growth, trades around 22 times, um, $210 price target, 15% upside. And it's considered a possible takeover candidate. I didn't buy it for that, but if you throw that on top, they're talking about maybe like a Burlington Northern or Union Pacific trying to step in and maybe pick it up. Of course, there's some legal, you know, you have to get through the government. Railroads are, are sort of watched over differently, but um, that wouldn't be bad. I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. You know, I wanted these were your buys, right? So you had several right. buys for us and then you had a couple of names to sell. And it's not because you don't like those names, but because they've run up names like Splunk you had right. on your list as well as uh, Crowdsource. Tell me about why you're selling now. So you have to be concerned about valuation. The market has, has taken a little bit of notice of a market that's trading around 25 and a half times. And you know, when you have a company that's done as well as these two for me have, um, why not take some profit and, and lock it in? So Splunk and CrowdStrike, again, nothing wrong with either one of them. Um, great potential going forward, but it represents more risk to the portfolio. And if I do believe that the you know, a vaccine or, or some type of therapy is going to be coming next year. Um, and I do believe that you're going to start to see a rebound in the economy from the sort of the slowing pace that we're, we're seeing right now. Um, people are going to move into the early cyclicals and they're going to be taking money from somewhere in their portfolio. So why be late to the party? Why not start to take a little bit of money off the table in a Splunk or a CrowdStrike and keep some other growth, but, but don't have that sort of higher risk to the to the overall portfolio and so that's that's why i chose those two mm.